Well, welcome back, everybody. We are on Clone Wars Commentary, but instead of me, Cheyenne, by myself, I actually have a guest. Joey, introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Joey Pittman. I host the Disney Universe podcast, and we met at Celebration in Chicago. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> so um, Coffee with Kenobi, over Dan over at Coffee with Kenobi, um, organized the podcast meetup at Celebration Chicago, and it was awesome and amazing and it gave me so many connections and friends so that's really exciting and it gives me the opportunity to have joey on as a guest um i think we met, we met or talked before celebration then yeah like, hey, we're gonna be at the meetup so yeah yeah it was really cool because i'd started listening to y'all's podcast and i have literally so many podcasts that i listen to but it's <laughs> i was like i finally get to meet somebody that i listen to that's awesome um, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. And then I became a podcaster, which was <laughs> life changing, honestly. Okay. So we're going to get to know Joey a little bit more. Joey, when did you get into Star Wars? <laughs> well, I've uh, pretty much been into Star Wars ever since I was uh, a toddler. Um, I was born the year after A New Hope came out mm -hmm. um, in 78. So um, I saw Empire Strikes back in the theater, but I don't remember it because I was a baby still. Mm -hmm. But. Um, uh, I saw the original Star Wars, A New Hope, when they premiered on HBO. Um, I remember it. I was sitting in front of the TV. We had Chinese food for dinner. I mean, it was like I remember seeing everything. And uh, ever since then, I've been a huge fan. Um, I've never really outgrown uh, the the fandom. As you know, I kind of grew up what they call the dark times. And, right. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the gap from the Ewok movie to uh, Star Tours. Basically, so um, yeah, I've been, been just a huge fan for uh, almost forty one years now. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool because I love I love making friends from all the generations because I'm from the prequel generation, and people are like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry, I didn't." Oh no, I still love, I, I love prequels. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I didn't choose the life of people hating the movies that I love. Thanks. Like, yeah. I love yeah. them, regardless of which era they're in. They're all great. Um, okay, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, what about Star Wars keeps you coming back? Um, <laughs> this, is, this is going to sound really lame and corny, but I'm the ready. fact that it, it's always there. Yeah! <laughs> um, okay. Either the movies... I mean, it's like if you're feeling sick, you can throw in a certain movie or if you're feeling, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Or even the music, you can throw in any one of the soundtracks and, you know, so that Star Wars is always around. You know, that's a fair point, though. I've never thought about it that way. I always tell myself, like, like when I hear people like rant about things. You yeah. know, I try to be a positive person, and I always end up bringing the people that rant about stuff. Um, but the people that rant about things, they just, like, they talk about all these things. And I'm like, but aren't you just, like, happy that it exists? Because <laughs> I'm happy yeah. that it exists. Like, Exactly. I just, I'm chilling in my house in my celebration shirt. Like, I, that makes me so happy. All right. I got my Wookiee. Yes! <laughs> ah, that's so cool. I saw that at Box Lunch the other day, and I was like, do I get it? Do I get it? And then I just walked away because I was like, I'm going to spend all my money if I keep asking myself that. Um, okay, so let's go with who is your favorite character? I know that's a very uh, broad question. Uh, oh no, and it's, this is really tough because, yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> Star Wars is that one thing. You collect the good guys, you collect the bad guys. Yeah. Do you want to do favorite um, good guy and then favorite bad guy? No, because that's just as tough. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I, I will say probably my favorite overall character is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, why? Because, uh, you know, just how... You know, when I was introduced to him, he was just this wise old man. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he has so much presence uh, in his scenes then go to the prequels came out and Ewan McGregor, which I've always been a big fan of his. Yeah. Um, and so with he, when he was cast as Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'm like, okay, I, you know, I've seen train spotting and a lot of his earlier movies. I was really excited. And he just nailed the role mm-hmm. uh, in the prequels. Then James Arnold Taylor just took it to a next level. In yeah. Clone Wars. So, I mean, so the consistent, I would say would be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And, and then I also love the Falcon and Falcon. I consider that a character too. That's fair though. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, okay. Since Solo, hear me out. <laughs> since Solo, when L three gets put into the Falcon, I'm like, the, the Falcon is a character. Yeah. Like she's well, alive. I, I, yeah, I never think about it that way, but yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who I what I was listening to or who put that thought in my brain, but I was like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and someone mentioned that when we were watching the uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer when you see Lando in it, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's reunited. You know? Yeah! Oh, God, so. my heart. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I warned you. I'm in a really emotional podcaster, too. I get really emotional about these things. <laughs> oh, uh, nothing wrong getting an emotion what you like. <laughs> um, okay, so follow-up to that. Who is your... I'm pulling all these from, not all of them, but Black Series Rebels, listen to them all the time, and they have really good interview questions, but they always word it specifically, because we're positive, <laughs> we say least favorite character, so who's your least favorite character? Uh, least favorite character. <laughs> no, it's hard. You might, uh, it is hard. Uh Okay, you, you might get mad just because you brought her up, but Uh-oh. I didn't like L3. Ah, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I, the, the, I love the actress, and I, I kind of like, she had some funny lines, but to me, she was too much like K2SO too soon. That's fair. And so I don't, that's the only reason why. But. That's a fair point, though. Yeah, I mean, I have no real pull for her, if that makes sense. Like, I don't really, yeah. I'm indifferent. She's She's cool, good droid. Awesome. Yeah, but having that little jerk, sarcastic droid, like two, almost two movies in a row, was like, okay, it's Right, <laughs> right, yeah. It's like she could have been herself without being a jerk, or she could have only been a jerk, but yeah. she's somewhere, like, teetering all the time. Um. Okay, and then if you, <laughs> this is very much <laughs> a me question, because I love animals, or creatures, <laughs> I guess. If you could own, or like, have a friend of any creature, what would it be? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough So, one. like, a friend, not a pet? <laughs> uh, it could be a pet. It can be a pet. Well, a friend... Oh, man. That's tough. I know, right? Only because it's just the age I grew up. You yeah. know, I'd have to be friends with, like, an Ewok, like, Wicked. Yes! Because <laughs> Ewoks are awesome, no matter what people say. Yes. Uh, I agree. As a pet, ah, oh, man, that's that's hard. Mm-hmm. I would think, I, I would think Tom Tom, but no, you know, those, those, whatever those flying creatures from Camino, that those guys, because 
I just read the name of those the other day, and I already don't oh. remember. So <laughs> I'm not any oh, help. Because they fly. Those are so cool, though. Um, okay, what color would your lightsaber be? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it would be green. Green, yeah. I've done that test a couple times, and it always comes out green. <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken an official test that's been like, this would be your color. I just always assume that it would be red, because I love the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, yeah. I like the concept of a black lightsaber, but then my brain is like, but that's just the dark saber, but I don't, I don't think of it that way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want the dark saber. <laughs> I just want a black lightsaber. Um, okay. And then another thing that I'm definitely, uh, adapting from Black Series Rebels is if you could have any job in the Star Wars universe, what would it be? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. All these are really broad, but I love them. <laughs> Okay, only because God, any job. So not like a, a trooper, just like an everyday kind of job. <laughs> Either one. If you wanted to be a trooper, be a trooper. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, well, if I had to choose a job, it definitely would be a pilot. Definitely um, wouldn't be or would be? No, it would be a pilot. Would be a pilot, yeah. Um, just because, it. well, actually pilot, I'll, I'll go school. Yeah. Killing it. I love that. I love that answer. I honestly, every time I ask these questions to people, I'm like, I really should come up with my own answers because <laughs> they always I was change. Like job, like even yeah. like outside jobs. I'm right. Like guys that are like way thin the the jets because I work for Southwest Airlines. So, oh, like, nice. That, so. Yeah, I'd probably like yeah, sell Melu runs and they'd get stolen by Ezra. So that's my life, probably. probably. I'm just assuming, <laughs> or I'm the Favier person that rescues all the fathers off the racing course because <laughs> oh, yeah because i'm an animal lady um that answer will change by tomorrow so oh, right on. <laughs> all right so we got to know joey a little bit better eventually i'll tell everyone my answers when i come up with them i'll tell everyone already knows that darth maul is my favorite character so i will never have to answer that question ever again Probably. He's a strong, strong character. He's my favorite. I literally love him so much. It's not healthy, but it's fine. Um, I've heard that from, uh, I don't know if you know Teresa Delgado from Fangirls Going Rogue. Mm -hmm. She's the same way with Paul. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Team up. Um, okay, so we've talked a little bit. We got to know each other a little bit, but we are going to talk some Clone Wars because we're on Clone Wars commentary. Um, we are actually going to be kicking off season two, uh, the first three episodes, because I'm not doing the format anymore where I watch the episode and just do real-time commentary. Um, I wanted to maybe com compile the arcs and have it be more like complete, since single episodes aren't always complete enough. Um, so the first three episodes of season two of Clone Wars are where Cad Bane is recruited to steal a holocron and assist the separatists. And we know when you assist the separatists that you're really assisting Darth Sidious. There are a lot of S's that I'm saying, and I have a lisp. So all of that was a lot for me just now, um, but great. thank you. <laughs> um, but we can go ahead and start with episode one. Uh, I kind of compiled some notes really quick to help us move things along and also have some points that I wanted to talk about if you have thoughts about them. 
Um, and if not, we'll just kind of keep moving. But before we even do any of that, let's talk about Cad Bane as a character. How do you feel about him? Favorite things, least favorite things about Cad Bane in general? Do you care at all about Cad Bane? <laughs> I love Cad Bane. Yeah. Um, he's actually, I think, one of the best characters that come out of Clone Wars. Nice. Out of the whole uh, series. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny <laughs> thing is, uh, season two is a season where I actually really started getting into Clone Wars because to me, the first season was a little weak and kid- kiddish. Yeah. Uh, there, there are some good episodes, but it seems like after, um, pretty much after the beginning of th- uh, this season, it, the show just really took off. So, yeah, um, a lot of that was like <laughs> characters like Cad Bane, Hondo, bless you, uh, mm-hmm. thank you, Satine, you know, all these new characters that they introduced. So, mm-hmm. um, I just like that he was that anti. That he's the first real, uh, real good look of a uh, a Boba Fett that we got. Yeah. Since both that was still really young, so he was that real, you know, anti Han Solo smuggler, bounty hunter, and got the job done. So yeah. he's cool. And he looks cool. He has yeah. A cowboy hat. I mean, come on. I love that. No, that's awesome. I've never really I have a hard time like when I get in, into conversations with people, I have a hard time just having like baseline thoughts about characters. And that's my favorite thing about Clone Wars is I can literally just pinpoint a character and be like, This is how I feel about them. They're awesome. Or they suck. Yeah. <laughs> and I can just like talk about a character individually and I love I love that you like him. He's he is cool. He like I said earlier, I'm a sucker for bad guys. They're awesome. Um and he for me also my first thought behind him was he looks cool. Um yeah. I thought that it this is just like a really random concept for me. I just thought it was so funny that you can't I don't want to say funny. I thought it was cool. That you can create an alien like Thrawn, a Chiss, um, like Thrawn, that has blue skin and red eyes. And then you can also create a Duros, that's Cad Bane, that has blue skin and red eyes. They look so different. And they are so different. But they're, they look similar, you know what I mean? And I yeah, just love that it doesn't it matter is, what you do, you can create anything you want. I love that. Yeah, the- and the other thing is that when he was introduced, it's like for a lot of, of, of us older guys, mm-hmm. people, uh, older fans, it's like that's that that's that race that was in the cantina for two seconds. In yeah. Order. So you know, anytime we see original aliens and stuff like that showing up in new con- uh, new uh, shows or movies, it's yeah. like, hey, I know that. Yeah, right. And it's like I because I do I do a similar thing. I will always like when I was going through and rewatching Clone Wars before I even thought of starting this podcast, honestly, I was like, Oh my God, I've seen them before. And then I watched the movies and I'm like, Oh my God, they're right there. Yeah. Like, what is this? Why are we not talking about this more? (laughs) It's definitely, it's such a cool part of Clone Wars. I can't. Um, Okay. So we have Cad Bane feelings about him and whatnot. So the arc in general, first episode, We have Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka, our top, our main three for Clone Wars, I would say. I would consider them the, yeah. the three. Um, on another thing, <laughs> another adventure, if you will. Um, but Cad Bane is introduced. He is recruited by Darth Sidious, like we mentioned earlier, to steal a holocron from the Jedi Temple. Um, I remember when I was watching the episode... Um, that also 
if you need to like see clips or anything, all of you listeners, you can also just get on YouTube and watch clips of the show if you also don't have access to Clone Wars like I do. Um, but basically when I was watching those clips and stuff and just kind of catching back up, he didn't even care that it was a Sith, which like that's talking to him or like a creepy guy in a cloak where he can't see his face. Um, just asking him to do stuff. And because he was like, oh, well, my price is really high, et cetera, et cetera. And Darth Sidious is just like, I don't care. Do it. I'll give you whatever you want. Just do it. And he's like, okay. And that to me, just for Cad Bane as a character, I love the aspect of this isn't all just like fantasy and war and lore. It's also, or in politics, it's also just like people out here trying to live their life. (laughs) And he's just being a bounty hunter, (laughs) doing his bounty hunter things. Like if it, was a, if it was a republic or somebody like, hey, no price is no object, well, he'd be doing stuff with the republic, too. It's right, like, right. It literally doesn't matter who it is. is right. It's like, oh, uh, DJ, literally, you oh, yeah. shoot them today, they shoot you tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he actually, in the episode, he actually gets in. Um, he gets into the Jedi Temple. He puts a bomb in his very, very, very loyal droid. because he puts a bomb in him and after the droid is blown up he's like okay where's he at where's cad i'm hanging out i'm still your bud (laughs) the concept i can't remember was that the droid that was seth green too i can't remember i think so his his droid name is toto 360 yeah yeah i think so it sounds like a seth green voice (laughs) when i think of it in my head um so He's just really loyal, and that, to me, was always something that, I mean, from the first time I saw that episode, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> you don't, he ha- he acts like he has all these feelings this whole time while he's interacting with Cad, and he's, like, making his way through the vents, and then he gets exploded by his master, I don't want to say master, but his owner, I guess. Yeah. Um, and he still is like, okay, I'm fine. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, for real. Um, happy, happy to help. Um, and then, so while all of this is happening, he also has a partner, which I always find interesting about Cad Bane because he always has somebody with him, but it's not always the same person. And he's always the ringleader. And I just find that special skill (laughs) to be very like Cad Bane ish as well. Well, and it's something that's really cool because, I mean, not, you know, if you go into some of the further episodes it's, that I remember, it's like, yeah, he's got the somebody, but it's like, okay, they can distract from him getting away. Yeah, yeah. So They're like, literally <laughs> collateral <laughs> every <Yeah>. time. Uh, <laughs> so, so it's smart, but it's like, oh, well, no loyalties. Enough. Right, <laughs> right. Maybe that's why the droid stays around. He's like, this guy has got no friends. <laughs> yeah. I'll be his friend. <laughs> okay, so this this, like partner he has during this time her name is kate kato parasiti i think um and they kill this jedi ord innocence and i really i just want everyone to know the struggle because the captions didn't say ord innocence it said like board of something and i was like that's not his name (laughs) yeah so i had to look it up and his name is o-r-d space innocence is e-n-i- S E N C E. Literally would have never thought of that. I just, I don't know. So Ord is now unfortunately dead. Um, 
And he is a Skrillig, Skrilling male Jedi Master hailing from the planet Agriworld 2079. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> he that's was... Right? I was like, that's so weird. Um, and so eventually Kato took on the, his persona. <clears throat> um, and I just, I really, I want to lo- learn more about Ord in general. Um, just because it's things like that, like things in Clone Wars where like, oh, this guy died and this happened and now this bad guy's going to impersonate him, but you're never going to know anything else about this person that died. <laughs> Yeah. Even though they were a Jedi, and that's a very, very large part of our story. Um, so thank you, Wikipedia and Star Wars Databank, for helping me learn all of these things. Um, but I thought that was really cool that, A, we see another shapeshifter um, like we do in the prequels. And, B, that another Jedi was the... I don't want to say this was cool, um, but that another Jedi was collateral in the process... And nobody even noticed. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It's like, you know, because they're just kind of like, oh, we're Jedi. We can't, I don't say they're undef- unbeatable, but, mm-hmm. you know, he, all of a sudden, yeah, they are. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, wrong. you lost, you lost someone, first of all. Nobody's going to react to that. And I know it's a kid's show, so I know it's like, you can't fit that into a 25-minute <laughs> episode. Fine. <laughs> but, like, nobody talked about it at all. They weren't like, where is he? <laughs> What's going on? Even Jocasta, freaking librarian, she frustrates me yeah. so much all the time. Um, she didn't notice. She was like, whatever. She, got, I know she got knocked out and impersonated too. So don't, nobody at me about that. <laughs> but, but they were like, he didn't even have an action figure, so we don't care. Right. Yeah. They were like, it's okay. We didn't make a toy of him. He's fine. It's fine. Gosh. Um, so that's literally... That's literally episode one. He gets the holocron. Some things blow up. The Jedi are confused. Whoop. <laughs> um, yeah, he was like the whole episode just one step ahead of the Jedi. Even yeah. like Mace Windu. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll get up here. And- yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then <coughs> at the end of it, um, the changeling Kato does mention Bala Rapal. Um, and when they find out who Bala Rapal is, they're like, oh, well, we know that's where he's going next. Um, Balarapal is the gar- is a Rodian Rodian guardian <laughs> of the Kyber crystal, Kyber memory crystal, um, which has the list of all of the Force user children in the galaxy. Apparently, my first thought when I th- when I thought about the fact that it had they had a full list, I'm assuming a full list of Force sensitive kids was Order sixty six. Do you think that he got a hold of the list officially? And that's how he got rid of a lot of the Force-sensitive children? I didn't until now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's, if he did, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a... Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great... I always just thought that they want... I, I know the rule of two, too, mm-hmm. but I always thought he wanted to somehow, like, groom them. To right. Kind of, but, you know, maybe his apprentice would be somewhere in there. Right. But that that Order 66 makes total sense, too. Yeah, because I was like, did he ever... Because my first thought was, did he ever officially get the list? And to be honest, I don't remember. But then my second thought was, is that how he wiped out all the Jedi? Because also, there's obviously more Force-sensitive children out there. Like, he couldn't have gotten all of them, right? Yeah, 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, that's a good, that's a, wow. <laughs> yeah, but you also brought up a good point that we'll get to by the end of episode three. So, hold on to the thought oh, yeah. about him grooming them. That's a good thought. Um, okay, so we get to episode two, which is called Cargo of Doom. Um, which uh, I think has somewhat to do with where Cad ends up, Cad Bane ends up getting in the ep- like physically getting into in the episode. Um, he ends, he has the holocron and he has now kidnapped Bala Rapal. Uh, so he's making moves, <laughs> I guess would be the right way to put that. Um, and then this is like very minor detail, but I think it's really cool. And I want, I want your thoughts on it. They end up, um, he ends up turning off the artificial gravity in the ship. And that's right. Yeah. And they end up fighting. Like, I think they did like a whole group fight and then Ahsoka and Cad Bane end up fighting each other and he like knocks her out. But like all of that is in zero gravity. (laughs) And I'm like, that's a fun concept we've never seen before. And I'm sure kids love that. Cause I loved it. I'm an yeah. adult. <laughs> well, I loved it too. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. I mean, seeing is... Jedi, you know, flying, fly fighting. Yeah, fly, fly <laughs> fighting. Exactly. Fighting. Sorry. Yeah, and like, um, at one point, Ahsoka, what's the right word? Summons, summons her lightsaber. Um, force pulls her lightsaber, and because like Cad Bane tricks her or something, she ends up not getting it, and then. Uh, later on, Anakin force pulls two of them, one of his and one of Ahsoka's, or I guess his and one of Ahsoka's, um, and gets them. And I don't remember if by that point, if the gravity's on again or not. But like, I just like the concept of, I like when I saw how Anakin was the master, you know? Like Ahsoka, I don't want to use the word easily duped, but she was easily duped. She was still young. (laughs) Yeah, she was so young. And she was just so easily like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then she can't do it. That sounds mean. <laughs> that sounds really mean. But. I know what you mean. It would have happened to Rebels Ahsoka. Is what right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nobody messes with Fulcrum Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Fulcrum Ahsoka. I I was I was amongst the masses of people that didn't like Ahsoka when she was Snips. Snips yeah, Ahsoka. Me too. Yeah, so I was like, who is this girl? Why is she here? What's she doing? Is she actually gonna learn anything? Um and then by the end of Clone Wars, I was like, Alright, alright, she's got it. Like, and then Don't go, don't go. Yeah, and then by Rebels, I was like, Yeah! <laughs> Bring it <Exactly>. on. <laughs> yeah. So and I hope Dave Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, I hope Ashley Eckstein is really proud of what she did, because 